relationships are messy and people's feelings get hurt, who needs it? We're young, we live in one of the most beautiful cities in the world, might as well have fun while we can and save the series separately. Yeah, but wait, wait, what happens if you fall in love? What? Well, you don't believe that, do you? Oh, uh, what? Yeah, but promise that you'll never be lonely. Come up with the thought of being someone's one and only. Now, a simple and very, very hard truth that we all know and love is that life is never easy. Life isn't fair. Life isn't all these things that we expect it to be. It actually turns out to be quite the opposite, depending on the situation that you're in. And even now, maybe today, you're even feeling that life is against you in some regard, or it's against you and all the odds that you're, are stacked in your favor, or you thought were stacked in your favor, and maybe today is a day that you're questioning it. I had one of those days, and I have many, many of those days, and it's just part of being human. It's just an inevitable experience that we all have to endure to kind of understand that, you know, we're strong enough to keep going, if that's the case. And that's what we call resiliency. At the face of danger, at the face of a brick wall, you know, metaphorically, we still find a way to get through it or to go around it or some something of that light in that case. And we question our strengths. We question ourselves and wondering if we're strong enough to be doing all those things. And uh, there's this quote that I heard in a podcast the other day that really, really resonated with me was that, you know, the point where you feel like quitting, because we all go through that, especially when we're learning something new, or even if we're going through something, a process that we've all been through, and, uh, you know, it's just kind of part of the job in that case, and it's kind of expected, and it's just like a wall that you hit. It's just you feel like quitting, you just feel like not doing it. Um, this podcast quote goes, the time that you feel like quitting, just know that this is where everyone else quits. And the major determinant between you and them is your willingness to keep moving forward while everyone else kind of turns aside and continues on the next adventure while you're still trying to uh, kind of make it work. Now, this is kind of counterintuitive because there are a lot of materials on the internet that kind of coincide with each other, not in a good way. They kind of contradict one another. We find out ways to be more productive. And then there's other people saying that we shouldn't be uh, living each day in terms of productivity, we should live each day with happiness. And if that were the case, and we all took that advice, we would all not be doing some occupations that we're partaking in right now. And we were probably living on a ranch taking care of cows and things like that and living a very peaceful life. But, you know, there is some truth to knowing that life is hard, that we are all going through it, that us going through these tribulations or these problems isn't what makes us unique, what makes us unique is how we go about them. And this shower thought that I had earlier today about that uh, reminded me of this one book that I read a very, very long time ago. I'm not quite sure. I think they actually, I think they wrote a book about this analogy, which is pretty interesting because I'm about to sum it up for you in a single podcast episode, and it's probably not going to take the entire time. Now, the concept is uh, this guy, he carries around this coffee bean in his pocket from day to day. Okay, I know it sounds weird. Just bear with me. He carries around a coffee bean. Let's just say that. Just a singular coffee bean, not even like a handful or like any, like two coffee beans. He carries a singular one. Uh, I think in this case, he carries it around a keychain. I'm not quite sure. But this guy's a really freaky guy. He's like a Willy Wonka of like self-help. 
but basically he says he carries around a coffee bean. Now, of course, being normal people around him, they question why he has the coffee bean in his pocket, and it makes you also wonder if he takes it out of his pocket just so people can ask him. It's really strange. Sorry, like, again, this is a book. I'm summing it up for you. So his friends ask him about the coffee bean. You know, if I was his friend, I'd probably ask the same thing. Like, what the, what are you doing, Roger? Why do you have a coffee bean in your pocket or as a keychain for, for God's sake? And he, of course, has to bring out a parable uh, that is tied to this coffee bean. It's not something like, oh, it's like my late mother's favorite cup of beverage of choice is coffee. No, no, no. It's very far from it. It's actually a self-help lesson which he, I guess he hopes is like some sort of dinner trick that he pulls out of his pocket, pulls out of his heart, and he's like, yeah, I just made it out of nothing. Um, a conversation started, a very strange one. So anyways, his friends ask him about the coffee bean. Roger, what the hell? Again, his name's not Roger, I'm making it up. Uh, th but this story's real, though. I don't know the names. Roger, why do you have a coffee bean? Oh, I'm glad that you asked. So this coffee bean represents us in this world. The world is hard. The world is rotten. The world is blah, 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 all these negative things. Now, let's just say that we are, we are an egg, right? And when you put an egg in a pot of water, let's just say, and you turn up the heat, right? Similar and analogous to just like the world, right? Like we can't really expect it to be perfect we can't expect it to be all good and dandy all every single day we want it to but it's never going to work out that way just imagine that you are an egg and i place you in a pot of hot water or just water and i turn up the heat and i turn it up to maybe like a level nine of course the heat's gonna it's gonna boil up a lot and what happens to an egg under extremely extremely hot water over a long period of time it hardens and that's exactly how some people treat the world, that when at the face of all this animosity, all this craziness in the world, people get hard, they stiff up, they become tough. And, and of course, it's not as perforated, it's not going to allow certain things in. And a lot of those people are closed off to the world because they've become, they've developed this really hard and tough skin. Now, let's imagine you're a carrot now. <laughs> I'm not even playing. This is an actual book. So now you're an egg. Now you're a carrot. So let's just say you're a carrot. And I do the same exact method. I put you in a pot. I put up the water. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I put up the heat. And then what happens to a carrot under extreme heat, boiling water even over a long period of time? If I were to take out that carrot after 30 minutes in boiling water and put it on a plate, what would happen? 30 minutes, you're right. It's probably going to be mush. But let's just assume it's still a little bit solid or appears to be solid. What happens when I press on that carrot? It's going to soften. It's going to turn into mush. And again, that's very analogous to what happens to people in a day-to-day -day basis. If the world is extremely hard and approaches to become soft, to be submissive to the world and kind of give into the flow of life and letting the world pound you down and, you know, not letting you live your best life because you've kind of just bent over and you're like, oh man, okay, that sounded wrong. But I mean, oh man, just gave into and just fully embraced the world for what it is and not really stood for whatever values that you hold dear to yourself. You compromise those values. You became essentially mush. Now, yes, the object that you expected, the coffee bean. If I were to have a pot of water, I put the coffee bean in it and I turn up the wa the heat, and then I leave it in there for maybe, because it's coffee, 
30 to 40 minutes, a little bit longer, under the same exact heat, what happens? Think about it. Does it turn into mush? Does it harden? I really hope that if you're a younger listener that you haven't experienced making coffee yet because coffee is definitely for the adults, please. The adults should be drinking coffee, not the youngins. What happens? What happens is that the coffee bean overtakes the water. Now the water becomes coffee, right? Because the contents of the bean are spilled out into the water over a long period of time. And now you have a good pot of not just hot water, but coffee, actual coffee. Now, why is this important and why exactly is this object the specific choice in his pocket? Because it would be weird if he carries around an egg on a keychain. And yes, it would be particularly weird if he carries a keychain with a carrot at the end of it. Why the coffee bean? Well, he mentions that the way that the coffee bean is reacting to the environment, to the heat right, being turned up in this environment, the pot and the hot water, or you in the world, rather than toughing up, toughening up, stiffing up, or even just becoming soft to what the world and what it throws at you, you know, essentially, or inevitably is going to happen. Instead, the coffee bean didn't toughen up, it didn't become even harder, it didn't even become softer, but rather it spread, right, its contents around the environment. And what he meant is that under extreme heat, under extreme circumstances, that whatever that we have in us, whether it be love, whether it be ambition, passion, whatever it so be it, we shouldn't allow the world to, you know, to thicken our skin enough that we're not allowing those emotions to be, you know, output into the world, basically. And We shouldn't allow it to turn us to mush and not allow any of that to be spread. So the coffee being in the coffee, right, or the coffee being in the water makes the water into coffee because no matter how much you turn up the heat, the more it's going to expound or, sorry, expel of its contents. And it's analogous to you, right, living in this world that's extremely tough, that there's always something going on. There's always bad news. There's all these things that really distract us from what's really good that we still allow the love that's within us and all the ambition, all the passion and all the appreciation that we have for others or for the world, or even just the gratitude that we have for everything to not just hold it within us, but to kind of spread it around to others because gratitude, love, passion, ambition is extremely contagious because your ambition, your drive, your love, whatever can influence somebody to do the same thing, to cultivate their own love or ambition, something that maybe they're lacking a little bit in their life and continue to spread that love and pay it forward as time goes on. No matter how much you turn up the heat, reminding you that no matter how much you turn up the heat for the coffee bean, you'll still have that pot of coffee because that coffee bean will still expel as much coffee as it can within itself. Now, this isn't a way to tell you to become extremely selfish, extremely altruistic, and like give everything that you have to somebody because you have to take care of yourself first. But if you do have some of those contents of love, gratitude, and all those things that you have to spare that can help, hopefully uh, encourage someone to do the same, to spread the love, to spread the gratitude, then let it. Don't become an egg. Don't become so hardened by the world or don't become too soft by the world because the world is going to bully you if you just let it. But instead, take the heat as an indication that more love needs to be put into the world, that more gratitude, that more thanks needs to be put out there. And to let people know 
don't do it by yourself because when you put another coffee bean in there, that coffee bean in the same environment is also going to expel as much as that singular coffee bean could have and even double than it could have. So it's kind of like a return on investment, like nearly 200%. So just a reminder that you've got this, that, you know, ridiculous stories like these exist in the self-help world, unfortunately, but it does have a good lesson. And I just condensed down an entire book for you. I am so apologetic to the author who wrote that book, expecting that their sales are probably going to go up this Christmas season. But, you know, lucky for you, you have your frugal friend, Ramel, to save you from buying that book, whatever it's called. I really hope it's not called The Coffee Bean because then the cafe would probably sue them. I'm pretty sure it's something around the term coffee bean, something like that. Please, that's the book. Don't feel the need to buy it. I'm sorry. I love you, the author. I love the lesson that you have, but it could have been condensed down into an Instagram carousel of pictures. I'm not even joking, or a singular video like this. But you know, your friend Ramel, always trying to save you money from buying those books, but trying to provide you the value that you deserve as a person, as a human being. Wherever you are, you're exactly where you need to be. I love you guys so much. I'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Baby, 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 why you always smoke a J but like some watch some mad make them through through the pad I'm trying to play. The Super Smash Bros, what you know? Wait, don't let me pick Lou Carbio. You don't even know what I'm saying. Up B, up B, and down B, now be playing. Playing, praying.